Welcome to No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shanar, Mr. Rob, and Zane. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Yo. Yo, how y'all? How your week been going? Happy Friday. Same to you, brother. It's good. Week has been well. Um, not too much. Same old stuff, man. Just waiting for my calendar to come. Still. Damn, you still waiting on that countertop? Still waiting on the countertop. They must be bringing you like a slab of marble from Italy or something. Somewhere, South Costa Rica. <laughs> oh man, how you been, man? Cooling, man. You look like you look like you getting in your almost in your summer Miami Vice moles, ain't? Okay. Yeah. Nah, nah, yo, I got I got to bring back that Crockett and Tub shirt that I wore way back several months yeah. ago. I got to bring that thing back, man, because that 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 definitely <laughs> gave me like. Uh, Florida vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, take man, shot um, shirt. Hey, made some, made some, uh, some dinner very early. It's probably the earliest dinner that I've made all year. Already? Yeah, hold on, you made dinner already? Yeah, I made it. Um, I finished it. I guess like five thirty, and you know how I, you know like every other week or so, I, I, I talk about you know the health thing, trying to chisel down. Right, right. The reason why I did that is because if I eat. I, you know, I what you make dinner and have it done by at least five thirty. That's enough time for my metabolism to break everything down. I don't want to eat late. Gotcha. Normally, I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat after we do the uh, you know the show. I'll be finished cooking by like nine ten o'clock, and then when I eat, I Man. feel just like I feel like a slob. Or something. Ten o'clock. What you make? Huh? What you make? Made barbecue chicken. Made some uh some rice and some nice uh cheese broccoli. Oh okay. So what you you been you been cutting weight? What you down to now? Maybe like about one ninety three now. Really? Get out of here! Yeah, yeah, that's real good. Damn. Well, hey, I, I drink at least uh damn near what a gallon and a half of water a day. So that is yeah, yeah, but but I try not to do too much because if, if you drink like weight, well, I say a gallon and a half like every other day. You don't want to flush out drink. too much, too much nutrients. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed mm-hmm. to drink at least a half, half of your body weight in water. Man, today I was um, I, was, I don't know if I had a chance to see what? it, but I was looking at um, half your body weight. You supposed hold on, hold on. So you're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should drink 100 ounces. Okay. There's something new every day. Just the, just the equivalent of. How much yeah. water to drink in a day? So. Yeah, I was saying. I don't know if y'all had a chance to see, but I was looking at Black Rob's funeral online today. Rest in peace to Black Rob. They had, oh, they had his Man, I was I was so disgusted because I looked and there was 144 dislikes. What? Yeah, and I was like, why was somebody why was somebody dislike a funeral video? So I read through the comments and there were people who had issues in terms of how the streaming was set up. And I'm saying to myself, like, how could something that's so intimate for a family that they want to open up and share to the general public, how could people have these kind of complaints? Because you can't, because you can't make, you can't make my folks happy, man. Everybody is so opinionated about certain things. If it don't work out for them, they're going to have something to say about it. Yeah, I was just thoroughly disgusted, though, man. I'm like, we got to do better than that. People here are trolls, man. (laughs) That crab state of mind. You know what I'm saying? I agree man, for real. Trolls, but in any event, we got a good show lined up for you guys this evening. We got yeah. the hate source Charlotte joining us. Let's go ahead and bring them in right now. Hello, hello. 
Welcome to No Ideas Original Podcast. How are you? What's up, y'all? What's going on, family? Chilling. How y'all doing? All is well. All is well. We're doing well, man. Good to see your faces. Good to see you smiling. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Be Loud. Be Loud's made this possible. Yeah. Be Loud's in the building, my man. That's right. (laughs) Y'all got that. You know what? Y'all got that good Southern brother, too, where you're getting that vitamin D. Yeah. (laughs) Man. Yeah, don't they look good? They shining. Yeah. And they got that, they got that. <laughs> good, that good stuff. Let me, let me find out. That's, that, that's them products you're working with. Over there, <laughs> oh, man. So let's get, let's get right to it. Uh, what made y'all want to become good, good, entrepreneurs? Good what, what made y'all want to become entrepreneurs and why the health industry? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No? Rob, can you hear me? I can hear you, bro. Oh, okay. It's on your end. Can y'all hear me? You guys, we can't. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why they can't. can't hear Shannon. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Rob, Rob can hear me and Zane can hear me, right, Zane? Yeah. Or tell them, tell them the, the the other thing. Just tell them to log out and log back in, if possible. Me? I mean, yeah. Worst case scenario. Log yeah, log out and log back in. Okay. I see. See it. That that shall that shall make it work. <clears throat> But yeah, man, to me, that's that's crazy. You think about it, this man got, I think it had like 4,000 4, likes or 1,400 likes. Right. And, and 144 yeah, dislikes. 144 dislikes on a funeral video. Sometimes what's people it? can't hold, they can't hold water, man. Yeah, what's this world coming to? Okay, can you hear me now? Here we go, we good. Yes. All right. Yes. Here we go. So I was just asking you guys, I said, you know, what made you want to become entrepreneurs and why the hemp industry in particular? Well, I'll let you, you should start off with that. The way that we, the way that we oh, got started. We got started. It, it's a funny story. It's a funny story. We, the couple that owns the company are friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And how did you... It was something we would be. So, yeah, so uh, we started because we had a hydroponic farm. Mm. Hold on, for real? Yeah. 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 Wow. I, I don't mean, sis, I don't mean to cut you. I don't mean to cut your wisdom. But I've been trying earnestly to get people into hydroponics mm-hmm. and aquaponics. Mm-hmm. And, 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 the, and the beauty of that, because if you use those systems, you can grow fruits and vegetables all year round. Yeah, you can, and you can, and you can grow. You can put it in a in a warehouse, or you can stick it in your damn closet. But you're growing your own food, and you right. don't have to technically. I mean, people get used to using the earth, whatever. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to chime in with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's right up our alley. That's that's how we got started. That's microgreens and lettuces, all those nice. different types of uh, things, um, actually in our basement. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I went, to, I learned about the North Carolina um, hemp pilot program. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it was like the day I found out about it was the day they had like this um, event. And I met a young lady there who was part of the um, North Carolina hemp it's not like a lobbying group, but it's like a lobbying group. And mm-hmm. so she invited me to come to this event for Black farmers. And so right. Wow. Event, and I met um, <laughs> Armini and Charles Peterson. And so that day I met them. The next day they called and said, "Hey, you guys 
should come to the house. And um, I was like, I don't really know these people <laughs> at all. Um, and so we went out, we met them at their house, and a 30 minute meet ends up like we were together for like eight hours. Like, like we didn't oh. leave their house till like two o'clock in the morning. They had little right. kids. And so, um, and by the time we like actually start talking about the overall hemp process, they were already pulling out products that they had already made and, you know, okay. they had, they were already licensed to grow and, you know, and we were just blown away yeah. and, and, um, mm. you know, they already had their products in production. So right. Seed to Shelf was already, um, their, their way of doing this, um, and then they asked us to help them open their store. We were like, ah, sure, we'll help yeah. come paint and clean up. Um, mm. They opened July 4th, 2018. Okay. And during their, during their opening, they were like, guess what? You guys are going to open one too. We were like, ah, no way. We laughed. <laughs> um, nah, that's dope, man. Years later. So we opened We opened September of 2018. Wow. And, and, and it was like, we didn't realize it then, but we were we were being introduced to family, like their family, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, it just, it just blossomed from there. Mm-hmm. Nice. 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 Man, I, you know, I'm a hemp smoker. I'm a marijuana smoker. So I know a lot about <laughs> a lot of different, man. But, <laughs> That's why he has on the green outfit today, y'all. <laughs> for Friday, people should wear green on Friday. But, 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 but for, for, for maybe for some of our listeners, could you explain the difference between marijuana and hemp? We do it all the time. So this this is one of the analogies we use. You have collard greens and you have turnip greens. They're mm. both greens, but they have their differences. So the right. difference with uh, marijuana and with hemp is basically the THC level. The TH, right. Both of them have THC, but the THC Ooh. level is a lot higher in marijuana, and the right. CBD level is a lot higher in hemp. But okay. they're both cannabis, and they both they both have the same cannabinoid. Right. The only difference being is the THC level. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, T, the THC level is the ones that give you the body effect. Now, what does the what does the CBD do for it? Oh gosh, it helps with anything from insomnia to uh, joint pain, um, anxiety. Right. Um, you name it. You name it. It does it, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It does, it does everything you know we have a wide range of customers who suffer from anxiety um oh. if they are uh, veterans um, right. that are suffering from ptsd yeah. to each children that are dealing with um, anxiety with testing yes um so we you know we have a wide range of customers of all ages we have those cannabis connoisseurs is what i call them yeah. uh <laughs> cannabis connoisseurs that are like ah i'm that's that's not the real stuff. And then after I have to explain, it is real. This is not K two. This is not synthetic. This comes from the ground. It's just a plant. Nah, let, you gotta you gotta let that be known, man. You gotta educate them, man. Let let people know that you know, because there, there's marijuana is just gonna have a stigma to it. You know what I mean? I, and I and I wondered if if that bothered y'all going into it, being you know being sellers of hemp or whatever. With that. That some sort of backlash come out of that because I, I figured that might have crossed your mind at least once or twice. No, not, <laughs> no, not, not really. Um, because I mean, there's so many similarities. 
between the two, with the only difference really being the THC level. Like, if you take a look at this. So this is what it looks like when you show it in the camera. I mean, you know. Right. You probably say, that looks like bud to me. Well. That looks like bud to me. Right. So are you guys working on your on, on your own grow farm for yourself? For us? Yeah. Oh, no, it's hard work. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are looking to get licensed, of course. Um, right. To, you know, because you just never know what, you know. And I will say, Armini and Charles have really said, y'all need to get it. Y'all need to get your stuff right. You need to get your stuff right. Um, and it and it has been like I am a I am a processor, so I'm able to process um, and make products through this. Right. Nice. So you know. Um, and she does, and she makes. She's very very humble. So, <laughs> but she makes everything from hemp, hemp soap to uh, candy. So you're responsible. You, you're responsible for the spa package, then, huh? Oh, you saw that. Oh. Hemp products. I've been watching. <laughs> hemp products. Good. Now I, I checked. I checked on the website, and it's, it's it shows that you guys have a loyalty program. Tell us how that works. Well, anytime you make a purchase over $35. over thirty five dollars, you you get loyalty points, and you can as you make your purchases, the loyalty points grow, and you can actually redeem those loyalty points for products. Let's say nice. you just, we have some people they just continue to let the loyalty points grow, 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 and we'll tell them, hey, you know, you got fifty dollars in loyalty points. And they can use it to, to purchase product. We charge them three hundred. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a higher premium, huh? Right. <laughs> oh, <man. clears throat> I heard I heard you mention um about licensing. Like what other regulations are associated with um with owning and operating your business? So um, for those that don't know, hemp is legal in all fifty states. Mm -hmm. Um and I know everyone is rushing in on this the marijuana gotta get in um i will say you know with the hemp source we do offer um franchise opportunities so if anybody's interested in franchising we definitely do that um once you the only thing that you're required to do in the state of north carolina to grow is you have to have all your paperwork in order and what that means is you have to have at least two years of farm income um you have to have somewhere to grow um they were talking about changing some of the laws because at one in the beginning they had the whole thing about you couldn't have a felony so you know who's not who's not set out um and so those are one of those things that we are really working on to help people get involved in to become growers um it is cannabis it is not you know I, you know i always think of when i hear about people applying for the marijuana licenses and having over two million dollars in assets you know, in mm, other states, just yeah. to get in. Um, and with hemp, you don't have to. Um, the only okay. thing, the products have to remain below that 0.3%. And that's in um, North, here in North Carolina. And federally, 0.3% um, THC. Um, they have um, let the dry weight, and when I say dry weight, that means after the plant has come out of the ground. Right. Um, because... We can't control what the Lord is doing with the sun. <laughs> so some of the things are like, in, you know, the THC level does begin to spike. And so a lot of farmers were losing products um, because if it spiked above that 0 0.3, they had to get rid of it. Oh. So it, okay. it is 
situation and a lot of you know a lot of farmers that look like us farmers of color it was you know one of those situations they were a little hesitant to get in okay that's the, that's the part i'm talking about that, that cause they look at us and be like yeah they about to put it on the corner they ain't putting it on the right. we're, right. we're trying to save lives out here man exactly right exactly. you know what i mean and and i know the product itself and you say sis you said you're a processor Man, there's so many things that you can do with this this product. I mean, hemp hemp allows you to make paper. Right. If anyone doesn't know, paper our our money was made out of hemp years ago. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. A lot. And, and, and come to find out, come to find out, our our, our illustrious George Washington was a hemp exporter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the slaves he had too, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I like about hemp is I, I like the textiles. Now I remember back yeah. in um I think it was was it Sandy Hook? No, it wasn't Sandy Hook. It was Katrina. And the recovery efforts to trying to build people back their homes was, was was just eliminated. But someone found that hemp creek yes. to come back and, and, and just buy up some land and start building homes. I was like, well why would they want to use hemp creek? Now, Hemp Creek, the cement blocks that it uses, it absorbs so much heat, mm-hmm. but it keeps the house cool. And then when in the cooler days, in, in reverse osmosis, where it traps the heat while it eliminates eliminates the cold air on the, or keeps the cold air outside. What other things do, do you guys look to, to, to bring to the table as far as hemp? And what's in your, um, your hemp box? <laughs> Oh boy, it depends on which one you get. <laughs> okay, yeah. She'll throw something together real nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, just to answer your first question about the other uses of hemp, um, including, like, it's the only plant that can feed you, clothe you, and house you, right? It can right. do all of it. Um, and with the hemp crete, that's a whole nother aspect. So when people ask, you know, I want to get in, I want to do this, I want to get in. It's like, what part do you want to do? You know? Right. And, you know, some people say, you guys make it look easy. Yeah, we try. But, <laughs> but it, it is so much involved because it, you are an entrepreneur. You have to, you know. Right. You got to cover all your bases. Yeah, you gotta cover your bases. So, like you were saying with the hemp creek, that's that's major. Um, one of the uh, a few industries are very uh, afraid of hemp, and especially the pharmaceuticals. The pharmaceuticals and the plant. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I see hemp putting them out of business. Keep me mm-hmm. real. Yeah. yeah, seriously. So, pharmaceuticals, um, the plastic industry. Um, because hemp, as you know, is biodegradable. So there, you know, containers can be made out of hemp, which you right. recycling. It can just go back into the ground. All of those industries are really afraid of what hemp may mm-hmm. to their, to hurt their industries. And you know um, what? This I just learned this too. Another industry that they're creeping on is the is the automobile industry. Now I didn't know I didn't know Henry Ford back in the early days built the car. But right. but for, for mass production of using metal and iron was so abundant that they put yeah. that to the side. But there's a there's an engineer in Canada who built a car, who's building a car now called the Kestrel or something like that. Mm. And he's getting he's getting a lot of people focused, like, hold on. Because yeah. now the war is between uh 
the fibers of cannabis and fiberglass. Yes, right. Most car, most cars are used. Fiberglass is used to yep. build cars now. If we start using marijuana to build cars, that's a wrap. Talk about riding high. I'm telling you. Now listen. <laughs> listen, you got a you got a, a, a hemp built vehicle. It runs off of solar power, like yo, know, you're running plant. Like, come yeah. on, man. You, 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 yeah. And, and you a lot of people don't realize that BMWs, they some of their cars yep. are made. Their insides are made of hemp. A lot of people don't realize yeah. that, but wow. they've been using um, hemp for for a while. Yeah. You you mentioned farm you mentioned farming income. You said you had to show farming income. Is there like a threshold? Do they ask that you have a certain amount of farming income that you can show? So in the beginning, um, there was two. I think it was two thousand dollars. Oh okay, that's consistently. Um, yeah. And I can say those. I don't know if it has changed, but I know it has changed because when the program first started, there wasn't a cap of income, and a lot of people got in. Then they, you know, they grew. No, well, they, you know, you're a tree farmer. Yeah. Definitely, that's, yeah. that's farm income. Yeah. But they would say, oh, they, they uh, made five dollars. So a lot of, <laughs> so that's when it was like, okay, wait a minute. They put it then the state was like, we got to put a cap on actually showing this farm income. So, um, you know, I can say it's so many people in now that are processes, and unfortunately, a lot of people have dropped out. Cause it's not a cheap crop. It's expensive. You know, it, it is. Right. It's a crop. It is. It, you know, that's just it's what agriculture. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah. So, so with that being said, I guess like, what, so what are some of the challenges or obstacles that you guys have had to overcome to make sure that you were able to stay in it? COVID. <laughs> well, how, yeah. How that's, did that you guys? Well, this woman here adjusted and shifted to the point where it, it was almost like it didn't really affect us. Uh, she made it where we were basically doing everything. We're still doing everything curbside. Like nobody comes in. Cause right. we gotta make, I gotta make sure she's okay. We gotta make sure we're okay. But right. she adjusted to the point where we can do everything curbside. So that helped us with the COVID. Okay. With the whole COVID situation. So, I mean, we're just making it do what it do really. Yeah. Then on the farming side, I, your question about uh, what happens, you know, the, the headquarters is located in Wendell, North Carolina. So we're actually in Charlotte. Um, and Wendell is a, like a, a small town. Well, it's not, it's growing. A small town out of Raleigh. Raleigh is a uh, state mm -hmm. capital. And so the farm is located there. Armini and Charles are like, they're, they're, <laughs> that's their thing. Um, right. We have been to the farm. It's hot. Um, but, <laughs> um, but they do indoor and outdoor growth. Now, um, when I can't remember which hurricane came through, um, one hurricane came through, and what happened was a lot of the crop. Oh man! Right? Wow! But here was the here's the biggest problem about that. It's not just the crop was damaged, but at that point you couldn't get um, agricultural insurance. You couldn't get crop insurance. Because natural disaster? No, because it's cannabis. Oh, a lot of, a lot of the, yeah, yeah, it's changing now. So a lot of insurance companies were like, you know, a little iffy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So think about that. You're like, it is a crop. <laughs> it's no, it's not strawberry. No, it's not. Oh. 
But, you know, you think about those farmers that do farm outdoors, and if a hurricane comes through and takes your crop away, you don't have insurance. Yeah. Wow. These are very expensive. Like, I saw some seeds were like $8,000. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's expensive, you know. So um, now, you know, a lot of people do um, cloning. You know, they buy the clone, yeah. plant the clone. Um, so what I do know from, you know, with the hemp stores, we do indoor and outdoor growth. I was going to ask that, man, because you know, with hydroponics, you mm-hmm. can do that in your house, man. So, you know, you get you get a large enough facility. And I've and I've watched some some cannabis growers. They've all grown indoors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got the lighting. They got the fans going. They make sure yeah, the humidity is right. Your electricity bill. Electricity. That's right. Your electricity you, use, use solar panels. You use solar panels. It might be worth it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. So all of that. That is definitely it. So um, another challenger. You know, one thing when you were talking about the the boxes. So that's how the boxes came about because during COVID we had people ordering like a whole lot of stuff. I'm like, right? You know, because people were home with their spouses, they were home with their kids, they were home with their dogs. They were like, I can't take it no more. And so we came up with the subscription boxes, and so in the box is a variety of um, options. So like the spa box. The Into Him box, which is part of our um, male line of products. Nice. And then we have the pre roll box, which always sells a lot of um, <laughs> <That's> the <box. laughs> That's the box I want, the pre roll. Like, <laughs> so that's how that works. And on the subscri- if you subscribe for the three months, six months, and 12 months, you do receive a discount on those. And we ship it out. You just tell us what day you want it shipped. Um, we do a three month. Um, it's 10% off, six months, uh, 15, and uh, 12 months, you get 20% off the cost of the box. And each month, the box is $25. So, very reasonable. Okay. Unless, you, unless they do a custom. Unless you do a custom box. So, yes. Yeah, so oh, okay. Like our 150 milligram oil, you get the tincture oil, you get the uh, soap, and you get a pain salve. So, mm-hmm. if you do it for three months, I think it comes out to be about $60. Um, wow. bottle does last you for a whole month so for example like you'll take the oil you know every day right. for 30 days and you're like oh it's time to re-up so we will send you your box send it right to you. and you get your 20% off the cost of the items in the box yeah that's very affordable 20 that's really, yes, yeah. I like that son are, are, y'all, are y'all, at, y'all just at one location right now yes <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, then one location is enough. One location is enough, right? Yeah. We are. We are at one location, but we do service all of the Charlotte and surrounding areas. We actually have people that come from far. Now, one one thing about our location, we're close to the airport. So when people get off the airplane and they type in cannabis, it's like, oh, wow, they're right there. So right. We, get a, we get a lot of people from other coming in and then we have to explain that North Carolina is not a medical state. Like Right. It's C B D state. Right. So this is what it is. And they and they appreciate that and, and they do purchase and so which is cool because the, you know they couldn't bring it on the plane. They just needed something to get them through, you know, and we're not far from downtown Charlotte. So we get a lot of corporate people. <laughs> yeah. 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 Life out there, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They'd be the main ones. 
Can you can you can you briefly tell us about the uh, GMP standards? Yeah, as far as like the uh, the, the um, good manufacturing practice standards. So yeah, so like I said, everything is done in um, headquarters in Wendell, North Carolina. So once we receive the products, they already come sealed, packaged, and labeled. Um, so this is what it all looks like. You know, if you haven't heard about Delta Eight, we can talk about that too. Um, but everything comes already packaged. Um, it is everything is processed inside of a clean um a um clean environment also it has been um code we have to be abide by the codes um we wear gloves all the time when we handle this flour um when they process in wendell everything is packaged and it comes sealed so everything is sealed um and has qr codes for like Testing results and all that on the product and on the scan it. You got everything. Um, now, now, did I see on the website like edibles and the, like cereal and stuff like that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. The cereal. Hold on. Somebody go. Somebody go. Food top. That's some some real Lucky Charms right there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm amazed because I when I was going through your website, I was looking. I was like, okay. Pet products? I've never, I've, I've never heard. Pet? Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how'd you, how'd that come about? That was the first time I've ever seen that. So yeah, so our pet products, we sell a lot of pet products. Um, a lot of people mm -hmm. don't realize pets have the same receptors as humans. Talk so, about it, sis. Talk about it. And so, like, when you hear a thunderstorm coming, usually you see animals mm -hmm. already getting prepared, right? Right. Sense it more faster than we do. And so with those receptors, you know, dogs will start circling or looking for places to hide um, or their anxiety kicks in. So what the hemp does for the pets, it helps to calm them down as well. So pet treats, we sell a lot of those. We have uh, once another airport situation, um, people that, you know, put their dogs in the kennel when they're about oh, to Oh, that them. makes sense. They buy the pet treats just to keep them calm. People that, <laughs> Fireworks get the, the anxiety through the roof, man. So I yeah. can imagine cats. Yeah. For cats and dogs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Suffering from arthritis. So, mm -hmm. what, what it does for humans, it does the same for pets. Mm -hmm. That's you all have endocannabinoid systems. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's right because I, I know I, I go to dialysis, and I know when I come home from dialysis, 
very lethargic, sometimes I'm nauseous. And, you know, I might break something up, blow something real quick. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, okay. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm going to make a sandwich now. And, you know, my, my, my reason for doing it is for, is for the nausea, a little bit of the insomnia, too, man. It just it, it, it kind of just balances things out internally that I, I probably just couldn't do on my own right right instantly. So I, 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 I enjoy the products. I, I'm a part of a dispensary here. For medicinal use, medicinal use only, and um, it works, man. And they talked about that two million dollar in profit and farming on that before you get licensed, yeah, and all that. Because out of the three states here, I mean, New Jersey is recreation illegal, so is New York. New York too. Connecticut is just medicinal. They haven't they haven't gotten to the recreational part, but some of some of the pharmacists there said that that. They're gonna be looking for grow farms here. And yeah. Connecticut is gonna start to grow. Yeah. Um, talk, talk a little bit about the Delta 8 THC. The Delta 8. Well, we <laughs> I just sold some and we were closed. We're closed. Like, wow. Delta Delta 8 is it, huh? Yeah, Delta 8 is is that's the new move. That's the new move. Um I really can't say much about it other than everybody that tries it. They, they, they come right back. I mean, they come right back. Leslie was telling me the other day, this guy came, oh, I'll try it. Came back, what, two days late? Like, consistent. <laughs> That's what he wanted, that Delta yeah, he's 8. Like, you got that chocolate? Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that's the best seller. Delta fly away. <laughs> just, you, might, you might have to put that, you might have to put that Delta 8 soaps and lotion. And yeah. everything, toothpaste. <laughs> well, the funny, funny thing, thing is, is not toothpaste. <laughs> 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 she brought up toothpaste. No, um, but yeah, the Delta Eight is like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I just had a couple. Uh, they came and she was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke my pre roll." I'm gonna, I was like, "Sister, you gonna have to calm down." Right, right. Take your time, boo. Take it, let it, you know, enjoy. Let it marinate a little bit. Right, right. It's, right. it's just Friday at 2 o'clock. Like, it's <laughs> like, it's Oh, man. Wow. So, yeah. So, you know, it is Delta 8 is one of those. Um, it is part of the cannabinoid wheel. Uh, so, you okay. have the Delta. Delta. So, what they test for when you're on um, the THC level, they're testing for the Delta 9. So Not the Delta, the Delta. Delta nine is what the THC level is what they're looking for when it comes to hemp. Okay. Is that gonna change? Probably. I'm sure it will. <laughs> so yeah. After after a while it's gonna be you know, like like uh prohibition in alcohol, I, I, I believe I believe hemp, marijuana, whichever you wanna call it, is gonna follow them same with guidelines. Of course. And I honestly believe this is our reparation. We need to get on board with this hemp because there's so many things you can do about it. We, we talked about just a few things as far as production. And what I've learned is, yo, if you get an acre of land, an acre of land can produce you about 30,000 pounds mm-hmm. marijuana. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Now, you use that math if you got, if you got some property and you're working in a rope industry, just say, and you're just making rope. 
You know what I'm saying? Or if 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 you're making plastic, remember the first. I I I, heard, I, I read that the first pair of Levi's was made. Yeah, made from him. So there's so many different industries, and not only even that in the fashion industry, hemp works well with cotton and silk. Mm -hmm. I knew that. I didn't even know that. That's a hemp that hemp made. Oh wow! Come on, son. You know what I mean? And you know we're we're people of fashion, as well as you know, so many different avenues, man. And to think about the, the content of some hemp is good in vitamin A, vitamin B6, vitamin C, vitamin E. Got copper, it got minerals in it, copper, manganese, potassium, uh, sodium. It's just, it's just, it's a wonderful product, man. I think we need to get our hands on it the way yeah. you guys are getting your hands on it, man. So God bless have, you. Have, have you ever thought about partnering with like other industries, like massage parlors for massage creams and things like that? <laughs> We've done it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Got it going on over there, Cap. We actually, um, because of COVID, we had to shut down our um, spa. We have like mm -hmm. a massage right. room. Wow. Um, okay. And just to, because of, I'm a germaphobe, so now I'll just say it, put it out there like that. But um, we use the oil and, you know, people use the oil and calm them down. We've done um, hemp yoga. We had a hemp paint and sip. Um, we've done, uh, we had a 420 dinner um, with all the foods and with hemp. Um, I'll just say it was a real cool experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the time everybody left, they were like, this is a good dinner. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so those are, you know, we do have those uh, partnerships available. Um, and you know, continuing continuing to flourish with those. Um, one of the newest things that the hemp source has introduced is the Doja Lounge. It's up um, the chain. Yeah. With hookah. Um, okay. Have our the Doja hookah. Wow. So nicotine and tobacco free. Oh. Um, and so we oh. have. <laughs> oh, y'all gonna have people in there. Woo -hoo. Yeah. Right. So this is the inside of the container. You get the the charcoal. There's okay. no, so it's all hemp. Um, wow, that's so, dope. So, yeah, so those is part of our. Um, we not say we doing everything. We trying to get everything. Yeah, we're trying to do um, so yeah, so that is uh, the Doja Lounge. So we're actually sitting in our back room, which is part of our. Uh, because of COVID, shut us down <laughs> to have people in uh, the lounge area. But Doja is available. We actually are doing this whole set. You get your hookah, you get this, and you get a membership card to the Doja Lounge. Um, it's $80 plus tax, including the hookah. Um, yeah. And then the membership yeah. card comes with it. You get 10% <laughs> every time you buy Doja products. So yeah. I need to make my way down to Charlotte. I think I need to make it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Come on, hey, look, we right by the as soon as you get here. <laughs> Man, what I, you know what? You know what? I, I love how y'all, you know, the diversification, the ideas, and, and the, just the expansion, the vision that you all have. And then the other thing that I'm loving about this is that you two make a wonderful team. Like, it's just, it's just that, that you guys are, yeah, like, yeah, it just, it just naturally goes together. Like, you know, so I, I I love this. I love seeing what y'all doing. This is beautiful right here. Thank you. He 
Thank you. He stalked me since college. I finally found out. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right, though. That's all right, though. You, you ain't take your eye off the prize, though. It worked out for him. Hey, look. I got him. I got him. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Yeah, yo, 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 hey, okay, yo, your your man B Loud said that chocolate, yo. What's up with that chocolate? B Loud's talking about. Oh, oh, yo, he got it. He he got that Delta Eight. He got that. He got chocolate. that Delta Eight. <laughs> he got that people to know that man so they don't yeah, they know yeah. that nothing's been tampered with right. what's that yeah how, how does that how does that the third party testing how does that work though is that third party testing like by like um somebody i guess that you guys have identified is there some like regulation that says that the third party tester has to be somebody that's identified by the state like how does that work yeah so there yeah so there's a gentleman um he's based in uh the raleigh durham area um mm-hmm. Very cool dude, and he creatures moving there by now because everybody knows the hill. Um, but everything has to be, you know, run through and tested. It, it tests each of the cannabinoids, so you get um, like on the QR code, like I was saying, the QR code that you scan it, it shows the percentages of all the, uh, all the cannabinoids. And when I say cannabinoids, I mean like the CBD, the CBDA, the CBC, like all of those are. CBD, right, right, right. All of that is tested in the in the flower, and then it's broken down um, by the percentages. Um, and so yeah, so all of that it, it is it is required. Um, you know, I always tell people when they're like, "Oh, I bought this flower from so and so," I'm like, eh, "I don't know about that." And they you know, can't stand behind their product yeah, like yeah. Yeah. and we always yeah. get people when we first open I, and even now we get people that come to us daily trying to sell us their product because right. such an influx of people growing they didn't have anywhere to put it so by by having somewhere to put it um has been a great thing so a little bit about army and charles army's father is, is a tobacco grower Right? Okay. So, um, so think about that. So I think they get maybe two dollars and fifty cents a, a pound. Something you, crazy. Like, but when you go into like the bodegas and you see how much cigarette costs, <laughs> that farmer is not getting any of that money, right? Yeah. So she, she learned from what her father was going through, and then put it into form with him. Right, so if you control the grow and everything, and you can put it in place, then you're gonna be—it's gonna be a greater, greater experience. So that's why we're seeing the show. 
and yes, the testing is important. Everything is tested. It has to be because we're licensed by the state of North Carolina to do this. A lot of people don't know that when you go to a, a, a CBD shop or, smoke or, shop. or a smoke yeah. shop, those items should have been tested. They should be tested. Not saying that they're not, but uh, we actually see it from beginning to end. You know, we see it from yeah. beginning so, Big yeah. shout out to CNOS 301. He asked, is the tester hiring? That's my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother-in-law. He says the tester hiring. <laughs> so, um, the testing is a machine. <laughs> it's not like somebody asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, guessing, I'm guessing he, he feels he can replace the machine. <laughs> I, I, I like I, I do like that term, seed to show. It almost familiar with farm to table, mm -hmm. uh, which is which is a good way to promote a product. Uh, do, do you, are your guys familiar with the the show Bong Appetit? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They get down, yo. They yeah. get busy in the kitchen, brother. That's the one with Khalees, right? <laughs> huh? Is that the one with Khalees, where Khalees used to be on. Is Khalees on there? I think so. Yeah. No. Was a different one. It was no. a different one. Khalees okay, Khalees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one too. Shout out to Khalees. Call us, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that show was dope, man. These guys, yeah. they 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 put some some great meals together, man. But of course, they they use Delta Nine. They use all all of their shit. They use everything. Right. Yeah, they're not playing. Yeah, they're yeah. not playing. They, son. You, you yeah, can eat a yeah, steak. Definitely for him too. You know, like we had our four twenty dinner. Um, uh, the young lady, uh, Kendra Jeffers, she like she is like the cannabis queen in North Carolina. <laughs> nice. But she has really like um, she actually helped pave the way a lot too for you know all the legislation because her daughter mm -hmm. suffered from a neurology uh, neurological disorder right. and mm -hmm. the cannabis helped to control her seizures. Mm -hmm. And so right. she just learned and taught herself over. Just like Kwa said, a lot of the cannabinoids right up here in the brain man and that's probably what the first place you feel it yeah in the, meridi in the meridians in your joints it's the reason why your, your limbs get a little relaxed and all that let me ask you something y'all ever thought about getting into crystals so are you talking about the dabs or are you talking about crystal crystals crystal crystals <laughs> not dabs oh we talk about something else we talking about dabs <laughs> <laughs> but cr crystal crystals like amethyst and them type of thing. Yeah, so we, so we, no, not in the store. I'll say okay. that. Um, we stay true to the brand, right? Sure. So we don't, um, when you come into our store, you see our brand, right? It's sort of like when you go to Banana Republic. You see, see Banana right. Republic stuff, mm -hmm. right? You don't see Sears. Well, you won't see Sears anyway, sorry. But you don't see like, you know, other brands. In I get you. So yeah. Quality control. Yeah, right. quality control. Right. Yeah, quality, quality control. Yeah, everything is what it is. The only outside brand that we have is really our hemp wraps. Um, but it's from uh, one of the major companies. But everything has been touched and sent from headquarters. Like we don't have any outside um, vendors anything in the store which okay. makes it easier for us to stand behind our brand because we know right. that it's quality yeah now, yeah now now speaking of the different like you know the, the various products that you guys have the oils the soaps and everything else 
what are the price points for the different items? For you, a thousand dollars. Charging, baby, charging. <laughs> Um, so for our edibles our edibles start as low as a dollar <laughs> um and those are okay. our mints. so our mints are a dollar each um they're five milligrams but don't sleep on them although they're small they still pay but um so our edibles range from a dollar up to um twenty dollars and it's based on the um the milligrams right okay. so it's with the milligram like our tincture started $25 which is the 150 milligrams and goes up to um, 150 which is for like the 2000 milligram um, okay. which is the strongest that we have in our store but we go up to 4000 we can do special orders well. we do Whew. special orders so 4000 yeah 4000 4, is a little strong that's for someone that's really suffering from you know all kinds of um, like really bad pain he had the brain. Oh yeah, we had a customer who had an issue with his teeth and his his uh, nerve. He had a nerve mm -hmm. uh, situation, so he did four thousand. Yeah, he cavity. Him. That's what he had. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more than cavities. Yeah, cavities <laughs> eating that chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then with our flower, um, it does. We have our house up to our premium elite. Um, and pre-rolls and grams start um, at $10 and go up to about 16 A gram. A gram, yeah. 16 a gram. And we sell a lot of everything. <laughs> now, now, see, based upon that, that was a perfect segue for my next question because I see that you, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of different locations out of North Carolina and then you have uh, two locations out of Alabama. Now, mm -hmm. based upon um, the geographics do you find that other items do well more at, at other locations than others yeah so that so you know with us we're just in our little nutshell um mm -hmm. and can't really speak about how alabama and wendell and wilson mm -hmm. and all the and other stores are what i can say is we are in the largest we're the largest city amongst the hemp source brands what that really means is we, of what I know, we're the maybe one or two people of color that own a, a, a hemp dispensary. Right. Um, but yeah. the smoke shops have oil all day, right? And the vitamin shops have oil all day. They can't tell you nothing um, about it. Right. They got it. Right. That's selling. Yeah. But they don't know what right. it is. Right. But right. what I will say is, like, the smaller towns. Mm. do well like a wilson like wendell like you know the smaller towns some days i'm like they how they sell my money <laughs> but that's because you gotta consider we're in charlotte right right we're on the south end of the, we're in the south end of charlotte where you know around the corner from us they're like million dollar houses you know yes. Uh, but for them, if they're familiar with like one of these well-known brands, not so much us, they're gonna go with the well-known brand. But mm -hmm. then they us out, and they're like, okay, once they get us, they don't. Yeah. They, we got. Them. They're like, okay, this yeah. works. That one didn't work. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we don't, you know, we don't shun any other uh, company. 
It's just that what our our product is as pure as it can get. There's no additives. There's no flavoring. It's not the best tasting, but it, it does what it's supposed to do. Exactly. It does what it's supposed to do. So, yeah. So, so yeah. To, yeah, to answer your question, you know, it just depends on location. But that's with any business. Location, location, location. True, yeah. So, what do you do for promotion and advertising? So, uh, we go on uh, y'all show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, that's right. Um, now I will say when we first when we first started that was the hardest thing. It was the marketing was hard. Why was marketing hard? Because it is campus. Um, got our biggest marketing break was with um, uh, the billboards, the electronic billboards. Oh wow! Okay. Um, which was so cool because I don't know if you guys know this. Most of those, some of those electronic billboards are like privately owned. Okay. People own them and they control what goes on their billboards. And so we did that for a while. Um, the, yeah, yeah. Um, you would think Urban Radio would embrace us. No. Uh, <laughs> not so much. Nobody, that's what I'm saying. Um, Nobody yeah. wants to touch it. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's getting a little bit better. It's getting better, but, um, but yeah, when you started. Yeah, they were like, "Oh no, no." A lot of Instagram. Um, we yeah. got shut down on Facebook a lot. Um, wow, wow. Which doesn't make sense because now when you go on Facebook, you see it everywhere. You see yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And so it really makes us feel bad because we were doing it. You know, we weren't like flashing and rolling and all that stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. when Facebook came to Charlotte, I had to talk with them like, what are y'all doing? You keep shutting our page down. You know, and Army was going back and forth with them like, stop shutting it down. This is legal. Like, so educating on every aspect of, you know, or marketing on everything was, you know, Instagram was a little bit easier, although it's still owned by Facebook. <laughs> um, Instagram has been our friend. Um, we do a lot of um, card passing out. <laughs> a lot well, of I was say, locally, locally, did you give samples? We do a lot of specials on our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. And we do, yeah, yeah. So we go to like when they're outdoor festivals and stuff, we do those. Yeah. We get a lot of people, like when we do um, like the beer fest, because we're like a, a large beer community. So when oh. uh, the breweries are having events and stuff, they'll, in, you know, we'll ask, can we come and tag along? And those you know, are usually, like, we, those are when we, like, run back to the store to get more product. Um, and I, and I, read, I read somewhere that they're, they're, they're starting to find a way to put the CBD or even the THC or hemp, marijuana, whichever, into beverages. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, funny, and it's funny you mentioned... Uh, you're in a beer distributor uh, environment. Start looking out for that, man. That's starting to take a, 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 a big buzz now. Them putting it into, they trying to put CBD into the water now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, a, a brewery in Asheville, North Carolina that we get our hemp beer from. Um, you done? And so when we had an event, we would always order a hemp beer from them. Um, but yeah, it is, it, you know, a lot of people do Friday nights and usually our nights that's busy because a lot of people will say, oh, when I smoke hemp, it helps to, you know, sober me up. 
I don't know if it's that kind of, so I'm not that out there. But we do sell a lot of pre-rolls on Friday, Thursday and Friday nights, and Saturday nights. Just people just buy them up. So, so, yeah. so where, where, where do you see Hemp Source South in the next five to ten years? That's a great question. That's a great question. Next five to ten years, I believe that we will probably have another location. Um, in the I don't know, your wife, your wife kind of gave you the side eye that the eye went up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about buddy. <laughs> the eye went up. She another, another location by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I think. Uh, also, um, and I maybe maybe too early to say this, but we well not really. We've discussed like when we were talking about the hemp creep. Right. That, that's Yo, Kwan, let me that, know about that, man. Yeah, let me know how that goes, man. I'm serious. <laughs> I've, I've been talking about that for a while, man. Yeah, I'm a yo. I'm a definitely. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you for real because. We talked about that with, with Charles and Army about moving that way and, and that's 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 coming. Especially especially in a climate such as the Carolinas moving south. Y'all experience heat totally different than we do in the north. And their purpose for doing it in Louisiana because of after the storm, because it gets humid, it gets very hot down there, and the transferring of energy from the hemp creek and when it does, it cools the house. So just imagine not even having to turn on your AC in Louisiana when it's 200 degrees, but the hemp creep absorbing so much heat, it's cooling off the house and tra and, 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 and transparent. So yeah, let me know, yeah. bro. Let me know about that, man. I like to be part of that. Man. Definitely. I'm going to plug you in. Because the hemp creep, yeah, like you were saying, is even pest-resistant, fire-resistant. Fire-resistant. Know um, the mayor actually, uh, former mayor in Asheville, his house is made of concrete. So you know the houses are, are are there. It's just you know when you think about that, it also keeps your insurance costs low. It also right, right, about right. affordable housing. Like, right, like, there you go, sis. That's what I'm saying. Hemp, hemp is in so many industries, or or it can be because people haven't touched it. But we need to get our hands. Our people need to get our hands on it from an, ag an agriculture standpoint and also a manufacturing standpoint and get ahead of the game just a little bit because you already know. You know what I mean? We get we get to touch things last around here, son. Yeah. I'm wondering with, um, with COVID, you know, in terms of expansion, have you guys thought about expansion being without brick and mortar? Like, you know, not necessarily having additional physical locations, what expansion could look like? Yeah, yeah. So we... You know, we have, um, it's different, right? So when you think of how everybody's like ordering on their phones and the apps and websites and all of that, it's easier now. I'll say that. I think, you know, we got in so early when all that stuff was like new, it was hard. And um, they wouldn't let it, they wouldn't yeah. let it they wouldn't let us do anything because it was wow. um i do know that you know one of the major um malls they had like little kiosks set up when we first opened i actually you know was like okay what if i go to the mall and say hey 
this is who we are, you know, we are doing this, and they were like, no, like, just shut us down, like, <laughs> well, no, no, we don't well. want that here, and then, like, three months later, four months later, they have these beautiful CBD ki- kiosks, I'm like, what, like, how did you, where did that idea come from? They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't, yeah, so, you know, that was one of the things. Did those people look different than you? The people yeah. in the yard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. But you know what's so funny Very about, different from me. The, you know what's so funny about <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the young lady that started working with one of our customers, right? Mm-hmm. She was one of our customers, and she started working there, but she used to send people to us. She stole the secret sauce. I know. I think she she like, stole the Mac sauce from y'all. There you go. <laughs> right. Wow. So, yeah, so, you know, it, it is. And you're right, big brick and mortar sometimes. You know, it is what it is. Like now, um, we were physically closed, but we were still taking orders on the phone, you know, Instagram. Like, we were like mailing it out. Day. There you go. Like we were going back and forth to the post office like crazy to the point, you know, the people at the post office knew who we were. Like it was like crazy. Um now you gotta keep you know, the ball rolling, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had yeah. to, you know. Um and we do have a very large space that we were still responsible for. Um, but you know, it has been a, a pivot, you know. As I think as people of, of color, we've been pivoting all our lives. All our lives, man. Come all on, our man. Lives. So, More than one way to skin a cat out here, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we got, cause we have people calling, calling from Maryland and D.C. and California uh, all through this time. Um, because I think in D.C. at one point, they were not issuing medical marijuana cards. And some of the dispensaries were, they weren't even open. Um, right. And, and, you know, if a doctor's prescribing you, get your card if you can't get your card your next what do you do but your anxiety is high so we had people mm-hmm. calling us from maryland and dc ordering so it was it was yeah. like hey let's wow. <laughs> this is you know unfortunately yeah. we had to go through this pandemic to see how to pivot even harder um and you know and just helping people yeah because that's what we're doing we're just we're still we're helping people yeah soon you have you have us calling from connecticut too <laughs> we gonna be hollering at you, guys, baby. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, uh, Steph- Stephanie Massey Streeter actually uh, put a comment up, said that the uh, hemp butter is delicious. And guess who makes it? I tell you, tell you something, Leslie. We got. I'm gonna have to make a request to have some. Have you make some hemp marshmallows or something, man? Oh man. <laughs> Now, I will say, so the Rice Krispie Treats, a lot of people that get them, they prefer them with more marshmallows because the marshmallow soaks up the... Yeah. yeah. You see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Well, well we, got, we have your social media handle. Get, get. So we are um, at the Hemp Source CLT South. That is um, on Facebook as well as Instagram. Nice. Um, we are also on Twitter, but not as much. I know <laughs> I need to get better. Um, but those, all of our social media handles, are all at the Hemp Source CLT South. Mm-hmm. And give give the website also. So yes, yeah, so our website is thehempsourceusa.com. 
Um, I will say for those that want to order on the website, when you order, it comes straight from the headquarters. Um, and then it'll sit out from you there. Um, we are working on so that we can get uh, people to <laughs> order and do a pickup location. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people that want it because everybody is in this mode now, right? Everybody's right. Just a, Going online, curbside. Pick it up. Curbside um, is yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little used to curbside yeah. myself, right about now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting we're getting to that point. Um, things are opening up more. Like I said, uh, one thing during COVID, I will say this real quick. We actually had our uh, we call them ride papers. Like because we're agri like we're in agriculture, we had our right. ride papers. Um, because, <laughs> you know, the, you know <laughs> because you know the state was shut down. So, but you were able to move around. Yeah, so we had our freedom papers to come I'm good, in. I'm to, good. <laughs> to come <laughs> and check on the store. So, um, and that's what a lot of people like. We have people always say, "I want this flower," and I'm like, "Oh, we don't have it anymore. You know, it's out of season." And, you know, just explain it. Um, you know, you don't get you don't get watermelon in the wintertime. If you do, you shouldn't eat it. You know, like you. You right, right, right. You no, know, this is yeah. it's a seasonal. So yeah, so right. those are all our social media handles. Um, definitely, you can check us out. Call us, email us, Charlotte at thehempsourceusa.com, um, and our uh, phone number is nine eight zero six one three eight five nine zero. Nice. So, so if we were if we wanted to order directly from you guys, it's best to go through your social media. Yeah, you can just call or just call us. us. Call us. Okay. Social media. Okay. Always hit us, hit us up on social media. I'm on there all the time. I try to shut down at around seven, but that never works. Um, so, but life of an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. life of an entrepreneur. Well, thank you. We appreciate you joining us this evening. Thanks for having us, brother. Great no, it's a, appreciate y'all, man. Pick up the phone and start calling us. That's right. Very soon, <laughs> son. Cause I want some soap. Good things, man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a little shopping list for y'all, bro. That's what I'm saying. That, that one, hold on, hold on. I think I see you. I'll show you the one I want. Hold on, son. Give me one second. Anybody else like to show their order? <laughs> I, already know, I already know what I want. That's why I asked, like, how do we order from you directly? Yeah, so, yeah. So, I've seen the soap in there. I, I, I'm intrigued by the um by the by the subscription, the mystery box. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'll show you real quickly. This is what it comes. It comes like this. This is the mm -hmm. box. And then um, nice. When you see that, you know you got something good when you open it. And then when you order your first order, you get a free T-shirt. It says "Keep oh. coming." It's not. So yeah, so um, oh yeah, and then Kwame's got—he's the model. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not marijuana. I like that. <laughs> oh, man, y'all got some nice stuff. You got Himalayan soap salt, um, oh, coffee yeah. scrubs. Bath soak is amazing. Um, like Robin, I said, Robin, 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 Robin. 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 Oh, huh? So, yeah. I said, Robin in heaven. Robin's like, yo, son, they got bath bomb. You ever took a, you ever had a bath <laughs> bomb? It's on the yo, website. Bath, yo, bath bomb is some shit, yo. It's some different shit right there, bro. Gotcha. This is the beard oil. We have our beard oil. 
That that's amazing. Now I will say There we go. Ever, your barber ever like pushes you back too far. Oh yeah. That's there we go. Uh get the soap in there. A lot of people use it use it to help their hairline grow back. The the hemp oil. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I tell you what, but hey, you better you better get LeBron on that list. Yo, you stupid, Zay. Push him on the top of his head, right, right there on the top. Oh, man. Collis, LeBron, Collis. We got you. You need, you need to sponsor him, man. Oh. Expedition. Well, <laughs> uh, oh, thank you, thank you again. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Pre- appreciate you sure, guys sure, coming sure. on, man. Sure, good. So, one, I'm sorry. So, Rob was talking about this is the bath bomb. Right. And um, we have, this is another uh, hemp source exclusive. Yeah. We yeah. have. What the hell is that? Perfume, perfume that, and cologne. That's how Gabriella records. So, this is infused. Uh, Perfume for the ladies. We also have a men line. You can wow. see the flower. Yeah, okay. yeah. You'll see the leaf. Yes, yeah, sir. That's so, yeah, so this this is a, a amazing. A lady came, she smelled it, she bought all four we that I had. Them. We, we just got them. We just got them. She was like, Wow. She took off. Oh, so those are so y'all y'all rocking and roll y'all rocking and rolling over there, man. God bless you, man. I, I, I pray all works out for y'all. I pray that the next five to ten yards is even better than the first two. Sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I, I can see this really going somewhere because there's so much you can do with hemp, man. So, so much you yeah. can do with it, man. For sure. And I think it's going to change our lives, man. But it's good seeing you, your choir. Salute to you, King. You yes. already know what it is, brother. Blessings to you, Miss Lee. Leslie. Blessings to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, Thanks, God. That's about it, man. Peace. All right. Peace. Oh, man. So now we all got to get our orders together. Yeah, I'm going to get to order my stuff tomorrow. Leave it, on, leave it on, on the screen, though, for those that are tuning in. Again, their um, social media handle, The Hemp Source Charlotte, at The Hemp Source uh, CLT South, if you want to purchase a product. Be Lows. Good looking, Be Lows, on, 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 this, on, this, on this little... Uh, on meeting them, man, and bringing them to the forefront, man. Shout outs to you, man. For sure. Little man, let's, let's 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 talk about some some uh, some recent topics. Yeah, some 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 recent things that have transpired this week in the wonderful world of the U.S. So I don't know if you guys saw. Um, what was it uh, conservative Tim Scott said that the U.S. is not a racist country, and Kamala Harris had the ability to uh, to dispute that. Um, and Kamala Harris kind of co-signed it. She said the U.S. is not a racist country. So I want to ask you guys: Is it? Zane, is the, is the U.S. a racist country? Zane, of course, it's always been that way, um, and it will continue to be that way until we come up with the proper legislation and people that are not in power that's going to just sit down, lay down, and go for anything that a lot of these other uh, people say to have influence. So. Um, you know, just like the last, I think, two episodes that we that we've uh, had, you know, we was talking about, you know, just just the injustice of so many of the different things that's going on. So now it's like a, it's like a whirlwind, man. It's like a tornado of, of, of different stuff. 
And for that person to co-sign what the other person said, it's like a slap in the face. Like, um, prime example, like, okay, um, when you continuously have black women, men gunned down, children gunned down, and you don't take the initiative to step in and try to intervene and change these change these laws or retrain these cops, it shows that they that, that they don't care. So America will always be a racist country. Point blank period. Yeah, I was so I was, unfortunately. I was, yeah, I was disappointed in, in, in Kamala because I felt like, you know, what is it that they threw her the alley oop. She had the alley oop to to stand on her square and really really make a statement and i think she whiffed on that one you know i'm i'm not surprised by um by tim uh, tim scott's comments because i think that we yeah we but we live in a we live in a country though where um people still don't acknowledge that systemic racism exists so the fact that they don't even acknowledge that systemic racism exists how are we going to get to a point where people acknowledge that the country is racist and i think that they shy away from that also because what does it mean to say big bad united states america is a racist country you know like do they want to be portrayed on that global stage as being racist but if, if you if you really think about it like you know pandemic aside the last year or so has really highlighted just how prevalent racism is in this country you know and we look to our leaders especially i think um kamala we look to her because Part of her getting into office was her running on being uh, African American, um, Indian, and Jamaican woman. Like we, we, we felt like you know what we have somebody in there. You understand, yeah. Who, who would be able to articulate some of our concerns and some of our needs? And I think what she ended up doing is having to kind of pander to the larger audience. You know, like that's one of the things that I noticed that the politicians, especially politicians of color, they're up against is that when they get these these positions, they're no longer you know, when they're campaigning, they're campaigning on behalf of people of color. And they have all these different roles. But when they when they get in the office, they become politicians for the larger America. And sadly, the larger America, we're, we're not represented nearly as much as what we need to be um, represented when it comes to having these dialogues. Yeah, Rob, you want to say something? Yeah, I'm, it. you know, domestic terrorism is white supremacy. That's if you look at what the, what the fuck they do, period. Shoot up malls, shoot up spas, shoot up schools, and then the the, the 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 culprit turns out to be Caucasian. Now you know I'm not making this a I, I won't make it a race thing. It's already made a race thing from the inception of this country. It's been about who and what and how you look. So it hasn't changed. It's not going to change. I think until when we meet racism face head to head all the time, anytime you come across someone who looks at you in a demeaning way, look at him right back in the same fashion, man. That's how I look at it, bro. You, you, you know what concerns me about that though? Because and that really made, when I heard that statement, that made me really believe like we're really far away from any, getting any reparations. Like no, if that's not really reparations, you know why? Reparations, people want reparations to look so tangible as if, We've just hit the lotto. Yeah, check. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The, the, this this pandemic has allowed reparations to be landing right on your doorstep. The opportunity that you have to 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 reinvent yourself and create just like look at what we're doing. We created this this mm -hmm. this platform to have local people come in here and talk about themselves and the things that they're doing. That's the reparation where we can have 
a, a, a media line of information that we can disseminate to the people about positive shit, about true stuff, about things that's really happening. So now we had this dialogue going on. We could take it back, chop it up. And now we can disseminate it, disseminate it amongst our peers and come up with something. You know come what? Up, come up with a hemp store. Come up with whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what makes that makes that difficult though is that we we there's already history in terms of the, what we can compare and contrast it to, right? So if we looked and we've seen that other groups have been compensated in other ways, we're going to be looking and we're going to be saying, you know, if they got something tangible. How come we're not getting something tangible? And I think that, and that's, and that's our that's our problem, man. But that's what I was gonna say. That's a it's a hard concept to get somebody to move move away from something tangible because right. you know yeah. how, you're asking people to expand their thought process and to and to be um, intuitive and 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 right. a vision and stuff like that versus here's a fifty thousand dollar check. Not everybody is wired with that level of of intelligence and and and. You know they they have they have that know how and they're not, they're not built that way. There's some people that I'll just be like, oh great, reparations is five hundred dollars. I got a, a four hundred dollars, a dollar for each year of slavery. You know, like and and it's it's sad that that's what people's mindset is. But when you have when you already have seen somebody else get something tangible to get people to shift and move away from it is going to be really really challenging. It's difficult, yeah. You, you yeah. can't teach a, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, and some people are just stuck in their way. But you know what we need? We need our scholars. We need the people that, you know, like the, the Michael Eric Dysons, the Cornell West, people like that to lead the charge on the conversation to begin to get people to expand their minds and to think about what reparations could look like if it's not something tangible. You know, right. and those are the conversations that I haven't ha- I haven't heard them having yet. But those are the conversations that honestly that need to be had. Right. Guys, and you was going to say something else? I think another. I think a lot of them conversations are going on daily, if not even while we speak right now. There's so. you know prominent, yeah. prominent, prominent brothers and sisters having them type of talks. Only thing about it, how they wising up, they don't have these talks out in the open anymore because you got to be real lily about who you let in or what you let in. Because if you do that, if you already show somebody your hand, it's, it's like playing poker. Or playing space, you already show somebody your hand, and they already know what you know. They, you know, you know they, right. So a lot of times you got to do this stuff behind closed doors. Everything can't be public as, as how it was before. But I, but I do get you, you know uh, what you're saying, though, Sha. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a fact. Yeah, Rob, Rob, you spot on. The opportunities are there, but are people willing to be able to to take those opportunities? Are people do people have the ability to think abstract? You know, and I, I don't know. I you know, I'm. It's, I'm throwing it out there. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's so much, so much bureaucratic bullshit that happens in this country. One brother pointed out this for a black man to sell tube socks for 125th street. He would have to go through so much red tape, mm-hmm. so much red tape just to sell tube socks. But immigrant could come here from, Senegal and be in front of the Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton store selling fake Louis Vuittons <laughs> and won't get fucking and nobody nobody won't touch him. Uh, He'll be out there in the snow and the cops will move and he right in front of Louis Vuitton selling fake Louis Vuitton. <laughs> well, what do you attribute that to? There's something going on bureaucratically <laughs> when you come over from somewhere else. 
and we're here all. It's, it's just, a, it's just, we just live in a, a, a screwed up society. Man. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully the backlash that Kamala's, Kamala's facing as a result of this, you know, next time she won't, um, she won't fumble the ball because to me that was a, that was an alley oop for her to bring it home, you know, and I think she could have did more to to hammer that point home. Um, yep. Switching gears, did you guys see this week that Joe Biden had, I guess, his first joint meeting of Congress? And he talked about the George Floyd Policing Act. He's saying that he's trying to have it passed by May 25th. So yeah, I just, some of the specifics of it, just to give people like a really, really quick, quick and dirty on it. The bills um, it's already been approved by Democrats. It aims to ban chokeholds and no-knock warrants at the federal level and would tie state and local police funding to those departments barring the practices. It seeks to weaken so-called qualified immunity, which shields officers from many civil lawsuits and aims to make it easier to prosecute police. Mm-hmm. What do you guys, what, what are your thoughts about this? Um, do you think this is going to actually get through Congress? It should, man. You, you ban a chokehold, you ban a no-knock warrants. That's the that's the thing that took out the young lady out there with no-knock warrants. Um, Breonna Taylor. You, Breonna Taylor. You're creating a no do. Uh, what they say, create a, a, a duty to intervene with police but if they see another officer tripping that other officer will intervene and, and, and stop the the um the police brutality so you, you pretty much create a good cop bad cop in that situation it's also a police registry where if a police creates any kind of miscon- misconduct or infraction those misconducts and infractions will follow him to his next jurisdiction so he can't leave one jurisdiction and go somewhere else and start a new. It, it, it follows him, and there's also a um, it's a thing called unqualified immunity, where if any crime is committed by an officer, he is charged to the full extent of the law. Yeah, Rob, remember we were talking about. Talking pa- I, I hope it passes. Remember we were talking the other week, and I was talking about the um the private insurance. Yeah. And- and police officers, I was, I was suggesting to Rob that how come we don't have police officers have to get their own private insurance? So that way when they out whooping ass, their insurance rates go up. Yeah, and then after a while, you beat them, beat so many people up or committed so many wrong, so many wrongful deaths, you're uninsurable. You'll never right. be able to police again. You know, But for police reform, if this does pass, that's hopefully it makes some change. I mean, there's enough things in there stiff enough to make a, a police officer think twice before well, he jumps you know, out. You know what probably one of the biggest holdups is why conservatives are a little bit reluctant to move with this version of the bill? Those police unions are some them, those police unions are big endorsers. They you know, they when election time come around, they give endorsements and they get their members to vote on behalf of the conservatives. What do you say, Zane? Goes back to what I said, my last statement prior to this. Shouldn't take 50 damn years for stuff like this to happen. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I definitely agree with both of you brothers. I definitely hope that this bill gets pushed through because same, you know, on the same token, we still got three more out there that need to get justice served to them. You know what I'm saying? As far as as far as going back to this uh, George George Floyd uh, situation, so we still got three of us out there, man. So and then on top of that, 
it's no telling if that stuff's gonna get prolonged and and, and, and drawn out to next year or whatever it's gonna be but at the end of the day man some something has to happen because this 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 year right now like people are people are maxed out people been maxed out for years but but especially last year with this, this shit. Yeah, you're right people maxed out man and at the end of the day at the end of the day it's gonna come to like people just gonna start going berserk in the street i'm talking about black people they already people. yeah <laughs> i mean no 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 i'm talking about and it's not even a word berserker they're gonna be going berserker <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, though, man. People, people tired of this stuff, yo. Berserker, yeah, I like that. Berserker. One. Yep. You know, I was um, I was reading uh, my son's page, and uh, I see my boy Jasmine in the comments when we had Jasmine on the show, and he was saying that he was talking about, you know, how come Joe Biden just didn't sign an executive order the same way he signed an executive order as it relates to um to Asian hate crimes. You know, and I get it, but here's what I was here's what I was it saying. Sense. It makes sense though. Well, here's the thing though, exec think about it. And I want you to think about it from this standpoint. Donald Trump signed a ton of executive orders. And the reason why he signed his, those executive orders is because he figured he wouldn't be able to get it through by way of legislation. What was the first thing that Joe Biden did when he got into office, if y'all remember? He signed a bunch of executive orders doing what? Overturning all of the executive orders that Donald Trump, Donald Trump said, yeah, and Donald Trump. So all of it is, it's like a toothless tiger. It's, you know, it's, you putting it on paper, but how much weight does it have if somebody else could come along the next person and be like, well, you right know what? yeah. So the reason why I think they're trying to go by way of legislation is because they want it to be a law. And they figure that if a person does get in the office that's opposed to it, it'll be a little bit more complicated to actually repeal that law rather than the executive order. Because like I said, the executive order is just that, you know, and that's why a lot of the things that Donald Trump was able to do, he did by way of executive order. But it makes you really, you should, you know, I don't know Donald Trump. I don't know what his thought process is, but I would evaluate my presidency by saying that if the next person that came into office behind me was able to undo most of the shit that I did just by signing something that tells me about like really how much I actually did, you it's know, policy for it, right? but that's collaboratively, yeah, you know, collaboratively. While we speaking on um speaking on laws, uh, here's here's something crazy. Oklahoma and Zane brought this to my attention. Oklahoma grants immunity to drivers that run over protesters. Branch immunity. That's some bullshit right there, Zane, go ahead, Zane. What do you what do you say about this one? Is this berserker than the last one? <laughs> this is berserker er, er, erker. <laughs> now see now 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 look, this is this this is the flip side to it, right? Okay, say if you have minorities out there and they marching for injustice or whatever, and okay, you got a person in this, that's that's in the clear. To run them over, right? Because they protest. Right? <laughs> that don't even sound right. <laughs> no, 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 it don't, it don't, it don't. Now, number, now the first thing that everybody should go in their head is that, okay, yeah, we do have the freedom of of speech. We have we have the freedom to protest and all that other stuff, right? But say on the flip side, say if it's a a minority that runs over a Caucasian male or female, mm. that's gonna be. You're gonna see like, how the does pendulum he, does, playing, he right? immu- does he get immunity? Right. Does he get right. immunity? You see what I'm saying? So with them, so so with that even even being even being a, a, a thought, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, man. 
if I can, go ahead. You said so. You saying that if 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 it's some 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 um white supremacists protesting and somebody run over white white supremacists, what does that mean? Oh, I know what it mean. <laughs> oh, man. I know what it means. But a, a white supremacist can roll over a minority that's protesting, and they're gonna get probably a, a slap on the wrist. But if the, but if the pendulum switches, like you know, if stuff switches around, it's gonna be to the max. You know well, what I'm saying? Everybody had immunity. I thought everybody running over. You get to run over whatever. Over, oh, no, 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 no. They saying that. They saying that now. But when it happens, it's going to be a whole nother climate. They saying that now. Like it's yeah. like 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 it's like it's uh some video game. But I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. When that stuff starts happening, because you got you got people, you got people that's in these extremist groups that's sitting back. Whether they waiting for listen, shit, just waiting for listen, shit. Listening to the radio on their phone, they they ready, they ready to hop off the porch for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of them might even hop up, busted out the house before the person even finished the damn sentence on the news feed. They saw them little keywords. They're like, okay, let's gather them up. Right. I'm telling you, what, right. jump off, Jimmy. Right. See, but that that stuff right there, that's that's something right there that'll be one of the one of the major major catalysts. That could start a uh, civil war. Mm. Just, just something, just something so small as that. Yeah, Rob, what you think about that? This is a piece. This is a bunch of bullshit. You know? <laughs> how you pass? How you pass a law that grants immunity to drivers who hit protesters? So, what are protesters going to do when they go out there? They got to look over their shoulder, make sure they about to get mauled down by a white van. But mm. you know, there's also a bill that that makes it a misdemeanor to obstruct in in public streets that means you can't what you can't i don't know this oklahoma's weird mm. man you know what i just want to go back for a second because we were talking about this just popped in my head and we didn't put it as as one of the topics for tonight but we're saying the u.s is not a racist country at all did you guys see the clip um of the dude where he was talking about when you talk about slavery you got to talk about the good parts of slavery no, i man. saw that <laughs> yeah, well, they interjected and it was like excuse, excuse me what, what what good parts what do you what do you mean what good people like when you teach and talk about slavery you should you should talk about also the good parts of slavery so that answers the question if 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 the u.s is a racist country or not are we talking about the good parts of slavery good parts of slavery see see fellas but that's another that's another slap in the face it looks like the stuff that the media is perpetuating to allow us to see it's like they doing it on purpose to be funny because mm -hmm. imagine how much stuff the media don't let us see you oh. see what i'm saying as far as stuff that's like major major and we need to see right right so now the stuff that we look at and see is like clown 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 uh new news feeds that's the stuff that they putting out right in front of us to show us to show us that hey it's all a game it's, it's, it's all it's all it's all funny and games so well, one thing for sure, I don't, I, you know, what I did see, and I hope your brothers had a chance to see it. Um, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan's speech at DMX funeral. I watched that, and I was like, God damn, that was a, that was a hell of a speech. Like I was moved, I was moved by it. So I was shocked when I heard days later that, uh, well, obviously, Fubu found the Damon John. He was moved by it also, but I was shocked when I heard days later. 
that he got all this backlash for just saying that the speech that DMX gave was great. I mean, like, I know people have issues as it relates to um to Louis Farrakhan, but they really made they really made Damon John walk back all his comments about him. This, this is this is what happens consistently like a moment. There's always an energy that's always watching that will point out any agreement you have with the minister. Any agreement. So there's someone sitting there just waiting like, I just need him to say one thing about Farrakhan. This mother did not... Like, what is, what, is it, what is it that this man actually says that if you agree with it, they want to question whether you're an anti-Semite? Mm. And what the fuck is an anti-Semite? Pardon me for Kurt. Well, you know, semite. You know something? You would think that the speech, the the, the speech had nothing to nothing to do with anything other than DMX and DMX life and you know the Bible and and so I don't know how people drew from his past and or or comments that that they believe he said in the past and connected that with DMX's funeral. Yo, so basically, man. what I'm saying is that they don't nobody should ever endorse or agree with anything that that um minister farrakhan has to say that was my takeaway from that and that and that's 100 preposterous because if there's anything that the minister said to black people that have made black people go out and defame and antagonize and, and and hurt and kill anybody no the man has only been teaching you your history of your who you are and your people and where you come from and why you should be doing things for yourself because that's what was taught to him. Same, he, he's, he's teaching the same lessons that Mal Malcolm was taught. So now mm -hmm. everybody have Mal Malcolm X too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's why I don't get. It's like you know they blame they they blame him for hating Jews, but they always put the emphasis on the entire nation. Like, what has the nation done to the Jewish community other than put out whatever truth that 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 that, that is that they know about the Jewish community? And letting the world see it for yourself, but because Jewish controls the media, Jews control just about everything under the goddamn sun. They don't just want to look. They don't want to be looked at as someone who's not, as they say, the chosen person. Yeah, they got Damon John together quick, though. Zane, Real quick, son. That's the way they got Nick Cannon ass together too. <laughs> Zane, did you did you uh, hear Farrakhan's speech? No, I did. I didn't get to hear it, but I could just imagine because Farrakhan is a highly intelligent, respected elder, and um, a lot of times, uh, shoot, plenty of times, if not every time, when Farrakhan makes a speech, the media will take out certain jargon or verbiage, and they take it out of context. Yeah, twist it up. They always want to loop it. They always want to remix it. And um, I'm glad that there's not one time that Farrakhan didn't address that. Whenever the media said something, and and you know it was for the world to see or read or you know look look at on TV, Farrakhan always came back and he always addressed whatever situation that he talked about. He doesn't yeah. just let it just go and just let people think whatever they want to think about him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's just it's scary to me though because I'm like if you believe that he said something in the past you know that was that that was anti-semitic um but you snatched that at thin air him talking about dmx dmx family and the bible and you try to connect those two like there was 
he that man said nothing. He said nothing as it relates to anything. And it was a it was just a beautiful speech. It was a tribute to DMX. So I, I was I was surprised. Um, and you know, I, I it it makes me think like um, Damon John, like man, you know, like be walking on eggshells. I, I wonder. I don't know if the folks at Shark Tank told him to backpedal on it. I don't know. You know, he's concerned about his other business ventures, but he cleaned that up real quick. Yeah, real quick. So. Shout out to Damon. And, and, and he didn't say nothing. He all he said was that was a powerful message from the minister. Hashtag DMX funeral. Mm-hmm. What the fuck <laughs> was that? Like, you know on. what that means, fellas? That means when you're in a certain tax bracket and you're around certain people that have influence and more power than than, than him, that means quote unquote Damon John stay in your place. That's what it means. Mm-hmm. Yes, flaws and bias, right? <laughs> Man, New York is talking about fully opening on July 1st. Don't do it. <laughs> you say no, Rob? Don't do it? Don't do it, man. I ain't in no rush to go back, man. I just tell people, man, be careful. Be careful being out there in them crowds. I know you want to get back to the ball game. I know you want to get back to the club. You want to get back to the normal life. I do, too. But I, I just know that we live, we just live in a place where you have to be cautious on top of cautious. So mm-hmm. be cautious as you go back into the world. You know, try to limit your, your 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 crowd participation. I mean, a lot of the things that I like to be a part of do draw a large crowd. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm I'm tending to think differently and trying to bring, I guess, the party to my house more than we go to the party. So. Yeah. Look, if I'm not going in and out, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm still wearing my mask. I go certain places. Might be wearing my mask to 2025. So I'm... yeah, it's it's um, I think you, I think we do. We got to be cautious, but I do think it's it's um, it's time. Like they have to, they have to. I think they have to. Before I, I get things going, I get yeah because so many so many so many industries are taking a hit like i read a story that also where they were saying like the transit system suffering also but the train we all know new york city transit always trying to figure out a way to raise the um how much it costs and the tolls and everything and whatever new york is always trying to figure out a way to generate revenue but so many so many businesses took a hit there's so many people suffering from depression as a result of being cooped up in the house so many people who have been um taken away from their their regular lives you know businesses have been redefined as a as a result of right. not, not to cut your wisdom but it's funny you say that and i didn't bring this up when we had our guests but people are losing their jobs right mm-hmm. but the production of hemp has gone up 25 percent all across the globe the use of it too probably the use <laughs> has gone up man yeah. So people are all going through shit. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. It's, to me, I think it's it's time, and I think that people have to do it. They just have to be cautious and and take the necessary precautions while they um while they out engaging in these act- activities. Zane, what do you think? Is is it time to reopen? Fully reopen? Nope. I was always thinking maybe uh mid August, September. You know what I'm saying? Because it's 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 way too much going it's way too much stuff going on right now. And then, you know, uh but yeah, a lot of a lot of uh uh businesses did lose a lot of money. And when you think of New York, when you think of New York, you think of what first? 
tourism. That's their main dollars right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So New York, just okay, prime example. Cause that not to speak on it too long, but that's why Florida was so gung-ho to get their stuff rolling again. Because when you think of tourism, you think of New York, you think of Florida, you think of California. But back on New York, it's just man, like <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, it's much stuff that's been going on with the protests and all that and marching and all this other stuff i mean you might as well say that new york always been back in motion since you know for the for the, for the past several months but the only thing about it now a lot, a lot of people have... moved out a lot of people moved out of new yeah. york bro. yeah there are a lot of vacant there are a lot of vacant apartments now. <laughs> now, well, now, now, now the only thing where it gets tricky now i don't know what the numbers is but a lot of these people in new york took the vaccination now, if they open it back up within the next couple of weeks or whatever, you're gonna have a lot of a high a high volume of people that didn't take the vaccination mingling with people that did take the vaccination. So once that happens, nine times out of ten, it's gonna be something that's gonna morph out of that, and then we're gonna have another damn pandemic virus well, going on. Well, they um one of the things I think they're looking at doing is is removing restrictions for capacity. You know, so. For businesses that was only allowed to operate at 25 percent you know i'm sure they, they'll be happy to get back to 100 percent they i think they're aware and thinking that they probably got a decent amount of people that took the vaccine and they know that their numbers in terms of people who have who haven't taken the vaccine is probably still pretty high also but i think they're banking on herd immunity to kind of get them through it and they know with summer coming around they want to capitalize and get that tourism dollar coming up you you there zane did Zane freeze? Zane, you there? He's delaying. He's delaying. Oh yeah, he's in the delay. But yeah, they want to get that tourism dollar, man. That's what they want to do. They want to. They want to capitalize and get it. You know. So, I think. Um, you know, I'm not opposed to doing it. Hopefully, they do it safely. They do it safely, and it's it's thoughtful. Um, I know De Blasio said that he was definitely gung ho for it, but I think Cuomo said he doesn't know. He has to see. But uh, you know, Cuomo and De Blasio are always engaged in a pissing contest. So who knows? Yeah. Come on back, Zane. You good? Come on back there, boy. No, Zane's not good. Zane on a lighter good. note, on a on a, on a much, much lighter note, today um DJ Khaled's new album, Khaled Khaled, came out. You get a chance to listen to it, Rod? What'd you think of it? There's a couple of joints on there. Like I like the Cardi B joint. I surprisingly like the Migos joint too. Not a big Migos fan. The collaboration with Migos and her was a nice little put together. Khaled did a wonderful job on that. There's a couple of other joints I like, but those two specifically, the Cardi B. I like the Little Wayne joint at the beginning. That was alright. Mm-hmm. With yeah. the, um, the heart, the heart of the city sample from Jay Z's Heart of the City, they yeah, said, yeah, yeah, he he, he kind of he did that, he did justice on that one. No, it's I mean, it's pretty much a Khaled a Khaled production. Another one, as he would say, um, pretty decent work, man. Pretty decent work. I can lead, you know, I'm not with the Twenty One Savage, Justin Bieber, and I can lead all that. I like the Drake <laughs> joints. The Nas and Jay Z joints typical, but mm-hmm. I like it too. Um, 
You know what I really like though? Where you come from, Bougie Bantan, Jamaica. Yeah, that's hard. That that's right hard. there, yeah. I think that might be the, the sleeper of the album. Right yeah, that's hard. Man, I saw the when I saw the track list, I was I was not excited. I was like, oh yeah. Hell. <laughs> like little baby on everything. Yeah, little baby. I like, yeah. I like little baby. I like her too. Uh, but they're like on everything. But you know, I, I'm, I have to say, like I, I wasn't disappointed by it. I wasn't. I thought it I was, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't. Disappointed. And I shared with you guys behind the um behind the scenes when I first heard the Nas and Jay song. I was underwhelmed by it. I was like, ah, it's a good song, but I think that I think my expectations when it comes to Nas and Jay Z is that everything is supposed to be just supposed to be over the top. I, crazy. The, the, the video grabbed me. I didn't even watch the video. video. I didn't even watch I, the video. I, I, think, I seen this. I see. That was my first introduction to it. Is watching the video. The video was like, all right, these dudes is these, they they dressed up together. They in the same place. Okay, who got them together? What's going on here? You say the Coinbase Scarface. The Coinbase Scarface. The Coinbase Scarface. And Jay, yo, Jay-Z had a line on it that was real slick where he said something like, we all get bands, but we don't march to the same or something. Yep, to the same drums. Yeah, like, well, I know that's going to go over a lot of people's head. <laughs> yeah. Um, But yeah, I, honestly, my favorite joint is probably the Cardi joint. That's like my favorite. Cause I'm like yo, whoever, whoever. Cardi, Cardi's borrowing it. Yeah, she's borrowing it right there. One for her. I'm like yeah, they was they they was in a bag when they wrote that one for her. Yeah, yeah, they she she wrote she wrote whoever wrote that it was her big paper that was hot. I like that. It, yo, it's a lot of production. It's a lot of production on there. Also, like popular to me, popular samples. Like like I said, the Jay Z sample. They um he flipped he mm -hmm. flipped. Justin Timberlake joint I like Justin Timberlake with the remember Mary J Blige and Ghostface. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard, you heard, you heard the melody in that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. I see you flipping a lot of the, the same samples. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cardi, sure, yeah. Or Cardi get Cardi Ghost Rider came off. Somebody came the hell off because I was taking. Yeah, you were right. Yo, I brought it back. I, I did the flex joint. Was like, yo, hold on. She said, what? Bring that joint back to the beginning. <laughs> The hook, everything. I'm like, yo, that's, yes, man. yeah, that, yo, that's like, like Cardi's uh, alleged ghost is her artist, uh, Party Fontaine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's Partisan Fontaine. Partisan Fontaine. Yeah. And Partisan Fontaine is um homegirl's boyfriend now, Meg the Stallion's boyfriend. They said. Oh wow, that's yeah. gonna be a lot of dope, a lot of a lot of crazier lyrics coming out from Meg the Stallion. Watch. I mean, I don't know. I just, you know, the other thing with the album too is, I was like, man, there's a lot of. I, I feel like Lil Baby's like on three songs. Um, is Jeremiah on like like two or three songs? I think Jeremiah yeah, on, the Jeremiah's on the first song. Okay. Yeah. So who is Little Baby's on like three songs, right? Somebody else is on like three songs too, I think. Um, is it um, Rowdy Rich? Now Roddy Rich, I think, is on one. Post no. Malone is on there. Yeah. Bry Bryson Tiller's on a couple, I think. Her is on three. Big Sean is on one. The Big Sean joined us. I a Boogie, Big Sean, Rick Ross. That's Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. So he, yo, he. It was a good, yeah, it was like your part, part so, yeah, it, it was a good feel album, yo. It was, man. I kind of, I kind of enjoy going from track to track. Yeah, yeah. Cali usually put together um a nice body. He didn't need them old Drake songs though. Them old <laughs> throwaways or whatever. I'm like, yo, 
Drake. You put Drake. You put Drake on fucking salad dressing. That nigga. Yo, and listen, I'm like, yo, are those not old Drake songs? Yeah, it was last year, I think. Yeah, some old Drake songs. I'm like, yo, damn, just to oh, say. I think Popstar was last year. And Grease, both of them are old. Those are Drake's throwaways. Like, Drake probably was like, yeah, take these yeah, two. Throw, throw those on there. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well, it's a um, solid album. Yeah. Man, so I want to thank um, Hemp Sauce, Charlotte, for pulling That's up me. to us um, information. Let's put back on the screen real quick in case people want to get in contact so everybody can get in contact with them and support that um that business, Black-owned business. Black-owned business. Um, course, man, if, if you're dealing with any anxieties or, you know, just call them up, man. Reach out to them, man. They do great consultation. They got great products. Um, they're good people. They're good-natured people. They're in a good environment. You'll enjoy talking to them. Um, reach out to him, man. Reach out to him. What's up, Zane? What you want to say in closing? Yeah, for, for a second, your camera got berserker. It got berserker. Uh, hey, man. Hey, uh, thanks to everybody, all the all the new uh, people that came in at View, uh, the ones that's consistently with us throughout the weeks. Uh, we're going to continue to give you a great uh, content. We have some very special episodes coming up dealing with tech and uh, injustice and more music and stuff like that. So y'all stay tuned, y'all. Yeah. yeah, Rob. Yo, man. I love y'all, man. I love everyone that's watching. Please keep supporting us, man. We're doing the best we can with this content. We're going to, like Zane said, we're going to bring some interesting people we can talk about. We're going to keep the airwaves open, keep it free, keep it live. Man, if there's anything y'all guys suggest y'all want us to interview, man, leave, leave a comment, yo. Yeah. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, we need for the, for the new viewers, make sure you um you like, you comment, you subscribe, you share the video also with um with your friends, families, and neighbors. So on Monday, we back at it. On Monday, we got a live at 7 o'clock. We're going to be talking to Ozone AI. He's going to talk about how you can make money. Well, uh, London or Linden, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong, but he's going to be talking about Linden, how you can make money from your data, you know, just from being on your phone, which most of us are on our phone for a substantial amount of time every day anyway, how you can generate revenue from it. And then we're going to be recording an interview with a New York City police officer that's going to talk to us about community policing. And then next Friday, we have um, Legal Equalizer, which is... um, an app, like Zane was saying. It's an app that's gonna hopefully help us in terms of social justice. So we got a lot of big shows planned for everybody. If you didn't have a chance to check it out, go back, look at the special ed interview. We had special ed on on Wednesday. Um, good discussion, Great put up on that. We had Billy Dance a couple of weeks ago. So we working, we working. We <laughs> on that note, we wanna thank everybody for tuning in. Peace out. Hey. Have a berserker a weekend. Berserker. No, a berserker. Berserker weekend. Peace, y'all.